Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for emerging entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to unlock their limitless potential through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for today's conversation with my dear friend, Brenda, a financial therapist, a money mojo guru. I'm so excited to have you here, Brenda. Thanks for joining us on Rebel Radio. I love that we're here together, Cindy. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited to see where we go today. Absolutely. Always down the rabbit hole here. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey of self-mastery. Well, it's a long story, so I won't I won't go into too much detail, but mm-hmm. as a financial therapist and a money coach, I am on a mission. So, mm-hmm. you know, how I got to this mission is a long story, but my mission is to change and transform how we each relate with money so that it's a way that we can create connection and love with each other, the earth and our communities. And I've never, I haven't, wasn't really a money person my whole life. I'm a massage therapist, a, well, I'm not a massage therapist anymore, but I'm a, a voice actor and a facilitator and a coach in numerous ways. But it just felt like probably about 12 years ago, I needed to, um, I just was called to work with people's money because it felt like that most unexplored area energetically. Mm. It's, you know, like there's a lot of abundance coaches about law of attraction and and being connected to, you know, the the believing it and then you see it kind of uh, practice. Mm-hmm. I was like, so many people don't have financial therapy. They're afraid of money. There's money fog. They don't understand it. Yeah. And there's a lot of unconscious stuff around it. So I, I dove deep and I said, okay, I'm going to create a way to navigate money in an emotional way at the same Mm -hmm. time as a financial literacy way. So having both emotional and financial literacy together as you move forward to steward the money in your life. Oh, I love that so much because so many of us are either afraid to look at our numbers because of the story and the emotions that we carry around it. And then when we do look at our numbers, we don't know what to do when we get there. And so having those two tied together is brilliant. I love that. Speaking about numbers, as you know, I'm a quantum numerologist and I'm curious, what was one of the biggest impacts or takeaways for you when I shared your number with you? Well, it was like, duh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a six, which is really from what I understand and what you've been sharing with me is that, you know, that caregiver, which is part of the money archetypes that I work with Mm -hmm. and, you know, just really um, navigating the world of, of community and taking care. So it just feels rich to me to see that that is my number. Yeah, I love that too. And the six is really about harmony and balance. And so even bringing the balance in between the emotional pieces of money and the physical stewardship of money as well, it's bringing harmony to all of that. It's so funny when you do this, because a lot of my work, 
my whole pro, all of my programs, my series of programs are called Rewire. So it's Rewire Your Foundation, Rewire Your Money Genius, Rewire Your Wealth, Rewire in Bloom, like all of that. Because I do a lot of hypnotherapy. I do a lot of the unconscious kind of like deprogramming that we function from. And you need the right and the left brain right. to come together and sync up. Yeah. So that to me, I think fully embodies harmony and balance. And absolutely, absolutely. Unity, consciousness, all of the things, right? I yeah. love that so much. So who are you most motivated to serve? I generally work with women mm -hmm. or couples. Mm -hmm. And it has been phenomenal to watch women stand in their power with money. And I think a lot of times what happens, what I'm motivated to serve is people that have the desire, they have to be willing. I'm not going to pull you. I'm not going to drag you through this. Okay. <laughs> so there has to be a willingness and you have to be brave and courageous enough to go and peer inside mm -hmm. the things that are limiting you and being willing to stretch into those that edge, that edge of being uncomfortable and move into something more. So uh, most of my clients, I vet them, you know, I an application process to work with me and I need to know that you're ready because I'm 150% in and I'm not going to drag you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the, I mean, that's the case with all my work too, is if you're not willing to do the work, I can't help you. It's uh, you're either all in or you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, mean, I, I think there's a lot of times where people are afraid and they have their coping mechanisms where they disappear or they, but I often ask, ask permission of my clients, like, can I uh, poke you? <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. I'm like permission to, you know, what's going on in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this, this idea of self-mastery that we talk about on Rebel Radio a lot, it's like this, this very vague definition. It's like the definition of success. What is it actually? So I always ask, what is self-mastery to you? What does it mean? That's such a great question to ask me today of all days. <laughs> <laughs> because my answer would be different in different times. Mm -hmm. But um, my journey of self-mastery has been convoluted. I'm dyslexic. So I've been considered dumb or learning disability kind of stuff throughout my life. But I think it was like third year university, they did an IQ test for me and I had a really, really high IQ and it blew me away. I'm like, oh, and my mom used to say, you're smart, Brenda, you're really smart. And I didn't believe it. Mm. Thought, you know, I'm going to do what I do, but I know I'm not super smart. Like that was always my story, right? And my self-mastery is to recognize the brilliance of me. Mm, yes. Because it's new, it's different in different places. And running my own company and having employees and working with like people on in, in some really powerful um, structures to align them, I have to step up. I have to be bigger than my clientele base, you know, I have to have more mastery in this in order to guide someone into areas that they have never gone before. So I am, I would, I, my morning routine is built for success. You know, I wake up at five 30, 
I meditate, I work out, I write, I listen to inspiring things, I put my intentions out for the day. And I think my edge right now is to stop the negative self-talk that I'm not doing enough because that can get in the way, you know, like when you're an entrepreneur, you're always thinking you're not doing enough. But that, I think that's the story everyone tells themselves. Until <laughs> <laughs> you start seeing that you are enough and that what you're doing is enough because you're enough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that in a large part is self-mastery for me. Mm -hmm. If I'm talking about clients that want to kind of master the area that they're having problems in to recognize what that area is. Mm -hmm. It's not like you master it and then you're done and you're, no. and you've arrived. It's like, I, I often say to clients when they're working with money, it's like cleaning your house. You're always going to have to clean your house. Yep. Yeah, there is no arrival. It's always just the journey. We're on this pathway and let's just love the pathway, right? Totally. Yeah, love that. So how has self-mastery supported you specifically as an entrepreneur? Um, well, I'm always asking questions. I'm always leaning into the uncomfortable. I think one of my partners used to say, you are a growth junkie. <laughs> I know we get addicted to it, right? Like, oh, I wonder what that's all about. Yeah, like, I'm not really good at that. Let's see what I can do about that. You know, <laughs> I don't work. I, I often don't lean into things that I'm really good at. I usually lean into things that I'm not so good at. Mm -hmm. So I think in that regard, it's been a most it, most uh, uh, important for my self mastery. Um, hiring people that charge more money than I charge. I think is part of my game because I'm working with money, right? Mm -hmm. And working with like, okay, what is value? What is worth? And I need to, to work with people that are further along than I am to kind of stretch into more and more of who I am. Yeah. I love that you say that actually, because I think that's important for any kind of coach that we hire is that we're hiring somebody who's a step ahead of us, right? Not hiring backwards because then we're not growing. Mm -hmm. And if we're always hiring somebody who's one step ahead of us, then we can kind of like model what it is that we want to create out of that one step ahead. It kind of gives a, a light on the pathway ahead so that we're not walking in blind, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Love that. So here at Rebel Radio, this is going to be a good question for you, Miss Money Therapist. <laughs> we are passionate about activating wealth for entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Wealth is another one of those words that we don't really know what it means. So what does wealth mean to you? I have three words for you. <laughs> so wealth, as you know, we talk about like what's in your bank account, but I think wealth is having very dropped in sense of peace, joy, and confidence. Mm -hmm. When you have peace, you have no scarcity. You have trust. You have a deep sense of intuition that you follow. When you have joy, it means that you're enjoying life and you're like, you're just nourishing yourself with the 3D world and with people and things and all of that. There are many layers to joy that I go into. And then confidence is, you know how to negotiate. You understand how money works. You know how to navigate certain terrains that you may not be educated in, but you can do what you need to do to learn and teach yourself. And when you have peace, joy, and confidence, those which I call the three pillars to a healthy relationship with money, it doesn't matter how much money is in your bank account. No. 
wealth has nothing to do with the number that's in your bank account because that's not real anyways. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I love that so much. And I always say when it comes to wealth, money is just a relationship. So if you think of, you know, hanging out with your friends and you're hanging out with a friend who's always down in the dumps and complaining and feels like crap and doesn't have any trust in life and is always like, oh my God, I wonder what's in my bank account. I don't really want to hang out with that friend and neither does money. Right. And so noticing the conversation that you're having with your relationship with money and if money loves joy and love and playfulness and money wants to play. So if you're going through life playful and full of joy and full of like this zest for life, money is like, yeah, I want to hang out with you. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. So yeah. important to have that vibration in your field all the time. Yes. Yes. So what is one truth that you wish every entrepreneur knew? Mm, one truth. Yeah, Just one. Just one. <laughs> Money is an inside job. Ooh, I like that one. That one's a tweetable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's an inside job. Yes, because we're so used to and trained and programmed by society to look to our external world for our solutions, for our worth, for our value, for our love, for all of the things. And if we could rephrase that to everything is an inside job because it all starts from within us and not on the outside. But because of all that programming, we're constantly looking outside of ourselves for our approval and all of those things. Mm -hmm. What if you just approved of yourself? It's true. And it's a journey, right? Like there's mm -hmm. a say, I think as a coach or what we hear like on Facebook or whatever, these, these kind of like, statements right and i think sometimes we'll go it we measure ourselves against those statements mm -hmm. you know, i'm not doing it right mm -hmm. and i think as entrepreneurs we're always comparing ourselves with other people and what they're doing and because we don't get to see the inner workings within a business right it is messy it's yes. all over the place it's got all kinds of stuff so when we do it from the perspective it's an inside job it's just like Okay, what am I leaning into now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I've been blessed as uh, the way I started my business. I actually was behind the scenes of some pretty like million dollar businesses. And I was running the operations behind some of these businesses. And so I was blessed in that way because I started my entrepreneurial journey seeing the chaos behind the scenes and going, oh, you're all shiny on the front end, but not so much behind. <laughs> and it's unreal the projections people have because of the look on the front end like I am lucky enough I'm similar to you that when clients work with me I get to go into all of their finances mm -hmm. right? I get to look at everything and we figure it out together mm -hmm. and I get people that make five hundred thousand dollars a year and they're still living paycheck to paycheck yeah. you know so it's like it is so interesting, the projections we have on, you know, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, that what does that mean? Right? right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So along this journey of entrepreneurship and self mastery, what's one thing that you've discovered about yourself that you'd want to share with our audience? Oh, this journey has been so big for me. I, I think 
there was a pivotal moment for me about 12 years ago where I got crystal clear on where I was going. I knew that my entire life would be dedicated to where I was going. Mm -hmm. I don't think everyone gets that right away. You know, sometimes it can be like you're playing, you're you're feeling around in the dark until you find it. Mm -hmm. But I did that for probably 26 years, just feeling, I tried all kinds of things. I think I had about nine um, URLs. And when they were cleaning everything up to be Brenda St. Louis, they're like, no one can find you because they can go everywhere. And I went, oh yeah. Like I kept like figuring things out, right? Mm -hmm. I got crystal clear on where I was going. It pulled me. Yeah. It pulls me towards it. And I just have to listen and tap in and going, oh, does that align with where I'm going? Does that align with where I'm going? And it's just so much easier. So if an entrepreneur right now, the advice that I would give, if you're still not sure, like you kind of think this would work, you're doing it because it might make money or you're doing it because you love it or whatever, but it's not your mission and your purpose, that's okay. But just be willing to keep asking and feeling around the dark and, and listening to those places of where it sings and you're like, oh, that, that's where I'm going. Yeah. And that clarity is everything. And I know for myself, same thing. I've for 20 years have been trying to be an entrepreneur and putting this out and putting that out. I probably have the same number of URLs at some point. And when the clarity lands, all of a sudden it's like this tunnel opens and everything else just falls away. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, that is where I'm going. And decision-making gets really easy after that because you're just like, yep, that, that lights me up. That lights me up. Nope, not that. <laughs> Leaving that one behind, right? Mm -hmm. And I know that's a journey that I'm still on where I see that happening in my world even in the last couple of weeks. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. I love that. I love that. If you could share anything to our audience with what's happening in current events, what would you share? You mean like investments of people are panicking, get out of the market. Sure. Let's go down that one. Oh, well, I don't have the answer. That's, that's <laughs> part of it. You know, I have a lot of questions though. Mm -hmm. We should have a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's so interesting. I was just doing, I'm, I'm going to back, I'm going to tally, kind of explain why I'm talking about this. Yeah. I did this talk for the House of Beautiful Business, which is an, a, um, an organization that's worldwide. Mm -hmm. And it was like off the, the, the edge. Like it wasn't like finance. It wasn't like, it was like, it's supposed to be rebel. Like talk about rebel radio. Like this was like, you know, make everyone in the room as uncomfortable as you can with your idea. Like that was, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know? So I was like, okay, like I'm going to bring out my idea because it's always kind of felt like it sat on the fence about, you know, having a currency that aligns with the planet. You know, we don't have markets, we don't have money on the planet that aligns with the planet. We have impact investors, we have ETS, like there's all kinds of stuff, but it doesn't drop into the planetary thing. Right. And so I created this currency, it's in my fiction as well, of how it could link up to the planet and that we can physically in our body feel it. So it just was interesting. And then I was on this conference and they talked about this cryptocurrency that they're creating that 
um, is indigenous focused, but it's linked to the resources of the planet. I'm like, oh my God, like that was the next day that showed up in my inbox. And I was like, really, someone's doing that? I was like crazy. So I've been looking at Bitcoin and cryptocurrency right now and seeing what's happening in it. Mm -hmm. And it's going through the roof. Like it's just going crazy. So I'm not saying get all your life savings and throw in cryptocurrency, but it's just <laughs> start paying attention to how the markets are moving. And, you know, sometimes we feel like we don't have enough information, so we don't want to do it because we might get screwed or stuff like that. That's wise. Listen to that. Okay. Right. <laughs> get some information, start asking questions, but don't be afraid. Yeah. And I think that asking questions, that's the most important piece is if you want to learn anything, you got to do your research and your due diligence and ask the questions and get really curious about what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not scary. And the big people that start throwing out all these financial terms, they make it sound like it's scary, but it really isn't. It's not rocket science. It's easy. Hmm. Yeah. Just have to be educated. Yeah. I love that. So you alluded a little bit to your book. Yeah. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your book? Well, when I met you for the first time, I was sequestering myself for six weeks in Penticton at this farmhouse to 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 do the rewrite on the book. So mm -hmm. it, I've been working on it for a couple of years now, and I'm kind of moving towards the time where it will be published, hopefully yeah. within the next year. And it's fiction. It's called The Tethered World. And it's really about merging um, our human consciousness, our ability to feel empathy and connection and compassion together. And the earth has a feeling body as well, and us linking our feeling body to the earth. And AI, cryptocurrency, coding, virtual reality with kids with abilities and which I love the most is I do mycelium, the mycelium network and psilocybin, like magic mushrooms kind of stuff. So there's all these like earth elements with kids and science and technology. And of course the evil bad villain is the industrial financial complex, but. <laughs> I can't wait to read it. It sounds so fun and educational at the same time. Like I, I'm just so excited to read it. <laughs> It's hard to put it in a nutshell. <laughs> right? You can't really dial that in. Yeah. Yeah. Brenda, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been an honor having you here. And as always, every time you and I have a conversation, I just get fired up. As always, we end Rebel Radio with one last question. Okay. What do you dream of for the world? I dream of a world where we are connected with the earth our communities and our bodies simultaneously. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired or you think that this can help somebody else land into a sense of self-mastery so that they can understand their own limitless power as well, please share this out, point them in the right direction, and help out another beautiful soul. I will see you next week.